Hi there. Welcome to the Ravens Call. I'm Eric Word Weaver Shervin, Goldie of the Red Gar Folk here in East Texas, and I'd like to uh, welcome you to the show. Now, this is going to be just a kind of quick blurb to kind of update people on what's going on in the world of YouTube these days. I don't know if you guys are aware, um, but the uh, there's been some developments in this world that make it somewhat difficult for content providers like myself and I know uh, some of the other content providers I've spoken to have been a little bit concerned about where this is going to go too. Now for those that aren't familiar, uh, YouTube recently got taken to task by the federal government, uh, specifically FTC. And uh, the reason behind this is that uh, as part of the YouTube algorithms and the way things work, you know, YouTube gathers specific information on individuals that watch videos in order to target ad revenue to specific specific ads for the specific viewer. Um, you now that's demographic information, things like that, viewing habits and whatnot. Anyway, uh, the way the law has been set up for a long time is it's illegal to gather this particular information on minors, and YouTube's been doing it anyway. Um, and you'll see a lot of different representations as to why, uh, in all reality, uh, the system that YouTube has set up is not, not really built for uh, some kind of stopgap in there. You know, YouTube put in their YouTube Kids a while back, which is to kind of cater towards kids, and of course they don't gather that kind of information on those particular videos. Anything that's the YouTube kids side of things is, uh, from what I understand, keep in mind that I'm not up in YouTube and everything, so I don't necessarily know all of their inner workings, but it's designed to not gather that particular demographic information. However, there are some specific providers on YouTube who have gone out of their way to utilize uh, you know, famous images, um, kid-friendly images to specifically target kids for marketing stuff. Um, and it's it's pretty manipulative and underhanded in the way that they've been going about it. Well, this caught the eye of the FTC and a number of other individuals. And the end result is that because YouTube didn't put any kind of stop gaps in place to prevent these people from doing these things, a law was passed called COPPA, the C-O-P-P-A. That is the Child Online Privacy Protection Act. Okay guys, real quick interruption here. Uh, COPPA has actually been on the books for a long time now. This was an update to COPPA. That was something I got clarified after uh, after doing some more research following this particular video. Uh, so yes, uh, it is still all related to COPPA, but COPPA itself was pre-existing and is set to be updated every like 10 years, 5, 10 years, something like that. And uh, this was a roll around on the update to bring it up to modern standards. I think the last time it had been updated was somewhere in the mid-90s and was uh, terribly dated. And so there were a lot of loopholes in there which YouTube and other creators, uh, other providers were uh, taking advantage of. So uh, yeah, there you go. So back to the video. And this act has a whole slew of regulations involved. And that's what it is, regulations. And I'm not gonna get all political with things, but uh, it, it's definitely some, in a lot of ways, excessive regulations. The idea being that all content providers now have to identify whether or not our content is made for kids or not for kids. The idea behind that is that if you mark your video as for kids, then it automatically flags in the system that they do not gather the demographic information 
on that particular video. Now this means no ad revenue for those that monetize their channel. Of course, I don't monetize my channel, so that's not that big a thing. Uh, but there are other issues to it. We're gonna come back to that here in just a second. So the gist is that any, uh, the way things lie out in this particular scenario is that YouTube got taken to task and got fined fairly heavily, um, which is still a drop in the hat compared to what YouTube brings in, um, conglomerate level. And so, but instead of you know continuing to gather the ire of the FTC, what they've done is they have passed the buck onto us. Now, like I said, uh, we're all required now by law to identify whether or not our videos are for kids. The law is particularly hazy about what qualifies as for kids. Now, my channel in and of itself does not qualify as the for kids category because I don't target kids with my, my information. It is an educational channel for the most part, uh, some rants and raves and stuff like that, but uh, uh, you'd have a hard time arguing that my content is intended for children. Uh, the subject matter, the level of discourse and whatnot are, are decidedly marketed towards an adult audience. Now, my typical viewer base is anywhere from 24 up to about 45 uh, as far as the typical uh, information as is provided to me by YouTube on my viewer base. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have things on here that would fall into that category. I have a couple of videos here and there that do. Um, things like my reviews on my Raven Raven Raving Raven reviews, easy for me to say, uh, do fall somewhat into that category, uh, specifically because I have done a couple of like uh, video game reviews and some movie reviews and things like that, which could draw the attention of a child if they rolled through and saw, say, my, my triple R review on Coco, or my triple R review on uh, like Vikings Battle for Asgard, which I mean, come on, seriously, like a kid's gonna be going and looking up a review on an old Xbox game that isn't in circulation anymore. Uh, that seems very unlikely to me, but by the letter of the law still falls into that category. The other thing that is of concern is my uh, storytelling video because of my videos, because some of my stories are, especially my uh, saga of Bjorn Thorolfs and stuff, designed for families of which kids would be a part of that audience. So as such, I'm going to have to be, uh, I guess, mark those for four kids. Um, now here's the problem uh, where it comes in for providers like myself. Um, even though I do not monetize my channel, so I'm not going to be worried about ad revenue and things like that. That doesn't bother me at all because I, with the nature of my channel, I, I try not to do anything that's, you know, I, I feel weird about trying to accept money for a channel like this. You know, if I was reviewing video games on the regular or putting out, you know, entertainment type stuff, then yeah, of course, I, I would look into that. Um, but for the most part, for my, my audience and whatnot, it just doesn't feel right to try and monetize. Um, I have other avenues where I try and do a little bit of on the side, like my book sales and things like that, which are minimal. Uh, so it's not like it's going to catch anybody's eye, uh, but still those don't fall under this particular purview. But my storytelling stuff does. And that, like I said, the problem herein is that once something is marked safe for kids, or is made for kids, I should say, not safe for kids, but made for kids, um, it ends up 
being taken out of the general distribution of videos. It doesn't show up in searches, it doesn't get uh, recommended video views and things like that. The idea being they take it out of the mainstream and shunt it more towards the kids' side of things uh, so that it, one, doesn't gather that demographic information and two, doesn't uh, pull kids from another avenue that might circumvent that particular system. <sighs> Which means, uh, storytelling videos like that, if they were marked safe for kids, uh, or made for kids, I keep saying that, uh, made for kids, then people won't see it. It uh, won't, uh, won't, won't show up in the avenues that typically they get seen in. Now, a lot of my views come from shares on Facebook and things like that, uh, but it's still something that I need to be aware of, uh, kind of, you know, Getting, getting the word out on some things like my stories is going to be particularly difficult. Now, I haven't done a lot of stories here lately. I've laid off in favor of doing The Raven's Call, and uh, <laughs> life has been busy, as I'm sure all of you have experienced, too. 2019's been something of a, of a bummer year in a lot of ways. And uh, just a lot of stuff going on that's had me taxed pretty heavily. So uh, being taking the time to do the Raven, Raven reviews and do my Weaving Words podcast has been... A little bit difficult. Uh, those require a bit more prep work than the Raven's Call videos, um, just by nature of what they are. They take a lot more editing and things like that, so I can't necessarily uh, do those as quickly or as frequently. And so my intention had been to come back and do some more weaving words, but I kind of want to see where this shakes out uh, before I make any major decisions on that. Largely because if you fail to mark a video as for kids that they deem is for kids, they will fine you as the content provider, uh, content creator, and the fines are fairly heavy. Uh, they're actually career-ending for a lot of uh, mainstream YouTubers who make their money doing this. Now, I follow a lot of YouTube creators uh, who do a lot of like my video game stuff that I follow and, and things like that. Um, and they're all fairly concerned, um, largely because some of those do venture off into the world of you know being marketed for kids because of some of these vague, uh, parameters by which this particular law has been set up so it's gonna be a little odd for a little while we're not we're not sure where this is going uh, we're not sure where things are gonna land I can tell you that working with the state here in my my business I'm familiar with the overreach of regulation and how ridiculous uh, the state can be with regards to <sighs> monitoring and passing out fines Things like that, especially if the FTC suddenly decides that this is a, a revenue stream for them, uh, then all of a sudden this is going to be pretty ridiculous and could actually kill YouTube as a as a providing platform. I mean, we could still end up using it as a hosting site where videos can be hosted on, uh, but distribution, recognition, discovery, things like that are going to be quelled fairly quickly. Um, thusly taking away the basis of its appeal. Now I'm sure if that occurs that some other platform will arise and uh, step in, but the law is there and it doesn't just target YouTube. So other new services and new platforms setting up will have the same problems. Part of what makes YouTube what it is is because it's a 
a venue for people, one, to be discovered, and two, uh, to make a little money doing something that they love, uh, creating content and putting it out there for people that doesn't necessarily make money off of the people specifically, but more off of the ad revenue that accompanies those particular videos. And so, you know, I, I, I get why people monetize, I do, and I understand what this platform means to a lot of people. This particular law, while is a good thing in that it quote-unquote protects the kids, I mean, come on, really, it's not going to do a whole lot to protect the kids. Um, while it could be, you know, conceptually a good thing, um, the actual effect of it in the long run is going to be uh, dodgy. <laughs> We're going to have to see where this lands because it could... Um, it could be too oversweeping a move, which is pretty common for government regulations. Uh, big sweeping motions are kind of their MO, and uh, the results thereof are frequently difficult to deal with. So we're gonna see, we're gonna see where this goes. Um, I'm gonna continue to make content, I'm gonna continue to put things out there because the uh, Raven's Call stuff is obviously not marketed for kids. It's not made for kids, it's made for adults. Um, saying that out here on the channel in the loud <laughs> so people can hear me say this. Uh, I, I do not market for kids. I know a lot of people do uh, share the videos and things with their kids, but that's that's on them. Um, but that's a bad thing. I, I, you know. But the uh, discourse, the subject matter, the discussions and everything that we have are, are obviously marketed for an adult audience. So um, the fines are something that you know we have to keep an eye on and we have to make sure that we're ready for, uh, and I'm not one that's, I, because I don't monetize the channel because I don't have alternate revenue streams coming in, I'm not gonna be able to support that, especially on a side project like this. So if they get too stupid on things and uh, try to step in in ways that uh, are devastating to the channel, then I may have to remove some content as a result. Uh, I may have to restructure how I go forward with things if I'm able to continue going forward. I don't foresee it being that kind of a problem, but it could be. Uh, the, the state does get pretty heavy-handed, and I keep saying the state, I know this is the Fed, uh, but it's kind of a general catch-all term. Um, I'm used to referring to the state because of the state that I work with. Um, but yeah, as far as the, you know, the FTC getting involved, uh, getting heavy-handed with things, now keeping in mind the sheer volume of content on there, um, my understanding is they're actually going to have people sitting at terminals going through and just all day long going through content looking for things and making sure that this law is being uh, followed and that uh, you know they will be starting to enact some some pretty heavy stuff now a lot of people may you know just kind of write it off as oh, I mean they're not targeting us they're not targeting you know little mom-and-pop type things little you know one-man YouTube shows and stuff like that but I would like to kind of point our attention back to the days of Napster uh, and the FTCs stepping in with regards to file sharing back in the you know late 90s, early aughts and all of that. Uh, that got fairly ridiculous fairly quickly and the FTC definitely made some examples of some people that had, that there was no reason to make examples of these particular individuals. All they did was scare everyone off the platforms and eventually shut those platforms down. So, you know, yeah, it may sound heavy-handed, it may sound overarching, but uh, for those of us that remember those days on the internet, 
um, you know, music sharing was a big thing back in the day. File sharing in general was a big thing, and now it's not. Uh, there, it's you know, there's some specific areas you can go to. Um, you know, torrent streams are still a thing, uh, but they are heavily monitored. And whereas the FTC may not be doing the heavy lifting on that, the laws and precedents that they set in place have enabled those. Uh, the providers whose copyright was being infringed, they've enabled them and empowered them to be able to do uh, some pretty heavy policing on their own. So that being said, this is a hot button thing right now. This is the primary focus for the FTC and uh, they will be looking fairly heavily and they will be doing a lot of stuff. So we're, we're going to see. Um, there's a lot of bad information floating around. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, <sighs> there's a lot of concern uh, a lot of fear uh, going on, and um, some of it's fear-mongering, some of it's just uninformed fear, um, some of it's well-founded. Uh, th this is definitely a thing when it comes to over-regulation by the federal government. And I say over-regulation, it's just regulation, but it is a big sweep. It's a big hammer for a little nail. And so, do I have an alternative answer that would have fixed things? No, not necessarily. I understand the uh, the machinations behind what's going on, the way that the algorithms are set up as best as anybody can understand the algorithms of YouTube. Uh, we've been complaining about the YouTube algorithms now for a while. But uh, <clears throat> the gist is that I, I get where they're coming from. You know, I get that uh, a lot of people will try to demonize YouTube for having done this. But it may simply be a factor that there were th <laughs> the system's large and there's a lot of unknown variables, especially when you've got individual content providers out there over which you have no control. This new system put in place covers them uh, and puts the onus on us instead. It's a self-policing kind of thing. And if everything were detailed out and we were given finite parameters by which we could, you know, build our channels and and develop our stuff then yeah we we could work with that and we could work within the rules and we know you know this is a line you don't step across and you're good to go however most of the way the law is set up is fairly arbitrary and it is ambiguous and it is on purpose uh, they, they left a great deal of gray area so that they have room to do what they feel they need to do and uh, there's a lot of people that are going to get hit in the mix that don't really deserve to be hit in the mix. They're not the ones out there targeting kids. They're not the ones out there that are, you know, purposefully trying to manipulate the algorithms to get their ad revenue up, etc., etc., etc. It's a thing. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a thing. Um, there is targeting going on. There are dirty, dirty folks out there who are not doing what they're supposed to do, and uh, they're they're definitely making it difficult for the rest of us. You know, a couple of bad apples spoil the bunch kind of deal, and this is kind of what we're looking at. So, we're going to continue to make content as much as we can. Um, those providers out there like myself, uh, I can definitely speak for myself. I'm going to see what I can do, and I'm going to tow with it. Uh, if things get too hairy too quick with some of the stuff rolling out, there may be some gaps 
in production. And I want you guys to know that if the channel goes dark for just a little bit, it doesn't mean that I am going dark on it. It simply means that there has been some kind of new development that has caused me to step back and go, hold on a second. And I'll try to put stuff up on the Facebook channel and Twitter and things like that, uh, letting you guys know when there's going to be hiccups and what it's going to be. I'm not foreseeing any, but you know, I want to, I want to leave things um, with an understanding that I'm keeping an eye on this situation and it is something that is of a concern. So I really don't want to see, you know, good channels go down over, you know, <coughs> good hearted laws, uh, but laws that are ultimately you know, poorly executed and poorly thought out. And I, I definitely think that's kind of what we're getting into here. Having seen similar things like that roll out with the state, uh, with regards to the foster care world in which I work, um, it's it's a it's a thing, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I've seen some really good-hearted laws go really really bad uh, for no no real reason, and so it's it's a sad thing, but it's a it's a factor of working with any kind of government agency. Um, when you're having to police things on such a grand scale, then grand sweeping motions are all you have. You cannot get finite with it. Um, not and be able to pull anything off in a reasonable amount of time that's not just rife with loopholes. And so that may be the case on this one. They tried to leave things broad enough that they could not have as many loopholes, but they're going to try. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna do what they can. So we're going to see. We're going to keep going though, and I'm going to keep doing heathen-related content, and I'm going to keep putting things out there for you guys as best I can. Uh, please do write in, uh, send emails, send comments on the Facebook channel, the Facebook group, uh, the fan page, and uh, let me know kind of what you guys want to see, all right? And we'll we'll keep going and we'll keep doing. Um, I don't think, you know, videos on Gifrain and Frith are really going to trip the uh, four kids aspect of things. And uh, I seriously doubt that uh, my my ugly mug sitting here on the camera is necessarily going to draw kids in. That's part of the ambiguity thing is anything that utilizes likenesses and images of popular uh, media icons and characters, cartoons, video games, movies, uh, anything that's you know bright and colorful that might draw in uh, some some you know viewers that are of the kid variety like under 13 I think it's under 12 actually is the age that was on there I'd have to go back and look at the law stuff again I, I looked at it uh, in, in some detail but I didn't commit all of the details necessarily to memory just yet I've got a lot of stuff to dig through and go over so we're gonna see alright so that's just kind of an update guys I wanted to let you all know because this is something that is of concern and it is something that's going to be going around for a while and you're probably going to see a number of uh, number of channels either have hiccups as a result of this, uh, perhaps go away as a result of this, or at least be talking about it in some capacity. Um, some of the more well-known channels that I follow have already put stuff up kind of to the same effect. And uh, I just kind of wanted to do the same thing for you guys so you know what's going on and you can kind of keep an eye on it. Um, again, you know, I'm a middle-of-the-road guy, so I'm going to sit here and kind of see what comes. Um, gonna try not put my neck out there in such a way that I'm gonna get dinged on a fine for you know what would be just a fun enjoyable video uh, <laughs> just to get hit by the FTC because you know it's they deem it made for kids when it's not really it's a thing so it's a it's a lose-lose kind of thing you know you market for kids and then nobody sees it 
or you don't market for kids and risk getting fined. You know, that's, that's a thing. But my channel is definitely not made for kids as a whole. It's made for adults. Um, it doesn't mean that it has adult content. It simply means my target audience is an adult audience. Uh, usually of the, you know, well, it's a wide variety as far as what I target. Uh, my general viewership just happens to be between about 25 and 40. So 40, 45, somewhere there. Anyway, so that's kind of the update, guys. So appreciate you. And uh, like I said, keep giving me feedback. Keep letting me know what's going on. And uh, I will continue to make content that hopefully you guys enjoy and want to see. So hail, thank you, and may your hearth fires burn bright. Thank mm -hmm. you.